passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's Steve Sparky. Fiverr, 1250 AM. The fan in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, wearing my throwback 1990s leather purple bucks leather jacket. Uh, I, I love this jacket. People always come up to me, Ryan, and they're like, Dude, where'd you get that jacket? And it's always the younger kids, right? It's always like the 18-year-olds and 20-something-year-olds that love the purple jerseys for the Bucks now and love the jacket. I was like, I got it in the 90s, so you're not going to be able to find it anywhere. I literally bought it in the 90s when they had the purple. And Wilson Leather, do you, were you, were you yeah. around for Wilson Leather? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. used to have one at Southridge in Milwaukee. used to go to it all the time. So anyways, uh, so follow me on Twitter at Sparky Radio. And of course, Ryan Horvath, there he is, Bet, uh, BetQL Radio Network. Of course, bet MGM tonight with Trista Crick and Nick Ashu. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvat and baseball uh, expert uh, yeah. now uh, for a <laughs> Yep. I, I, I have questions. I have lots of questions. I guess you and I should do baseball podcasts too, since you've got nothing else going on in your life. Uh, so, so you're, you're, uh, since you're the baseball guy, um, Brewers thoughts before we get into the Packers, because, you know. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're my favorite bet, actually. I went under on the Brewers. The, 85 and a half wins. I know Pakota has them projected for 87, but man, I think they might be sellers at the deadline. I mean, if they get off to a slow start, I don't really love the lineup unless Yelich goes back to being 2009 Christian Yelich. Such a big key. Yep. I'm. I don't know, man. I have some. Uh, I have some concerns. I said uh, 85 to 90. Um, I, I hate the bullpen. I shouldn't say I hate the bullpen. 
everybody not- in the bullpen is a question mark outside of Devin Williams. So like it's all question marks. I have no idea what that's going to be. Maybe it turns out to be great in the right or maybe this completely blows up. I would have liked to have two more veteran pieces out there that has a track record in Major League Baseball of being solidified closers or something. Yeah. Um, so that I'm concerned about. Uh, and then the lineup, like you said, there's question marks there too. Um, and we'll see how this whole thing plays out. I, if they want to sell, that's fine. If that gets me Sal Freelich, my, my rookie outfielder, and Joey Weimer, my rookie outfielder up here sooner to play every day and let's start the future, I'm all for it because I love both those guys. And then, of course, Jackson Churio, the young stud, who yeah. they say is going to be one of the best in baseball. If he can get up here by September, I'd be happy about that too. And we'll see. Uh, okay, what? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the Cardinals are going to win the NL Central, and I actually like the Cubs a little bit more than I like the Brewers this season. Not the rotation, but, I mean, they actually spent some money on that lineup, man. Dansby Swanson, we'll see what they get from Cody Bellinger. but That's uh, like Yelich. Bellinger and Yelich, same same dude. For the there's differences. They're, not really, they're not really relying on Bellinger to have, like, a monster here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just I don't feel good about the Brewers going into the season. And we'll find out. We'll see how this all goes. Their starting pitching is going to keep them in games. It's just yeah. a matter of whether or not they're going to be able to hit enough. And, you know, not having the shift, stolen bases are going to be up. They're not the most fleet of foot team currently until the young kids get up here. Uh, so we'll see if not having the switch, not having the shift on, does that help Yelich? Does that help Rowdy tell us who they, everybody, you know, had, had that on? Uh, we'll see. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about the Packers uh, and get to some depressing things. Uh, okay. Uh, latest reports on possible trade scenarios with the New York Jets for Aaron Rodgers. It is a mock draft uh, Wednesday as we record this. Uh, so we will get to the mock draft as well coming up. But first, let's talk about Charles Robinson's a report uh, from Yahoo saying a trade could look like this. Packers would get a 2023 second round pick and a 2024 second round pick that would become a first with team performance escalators, and it sounds like it's very possible that they could reach these performance escalators that they're putting in there. The Jets would then get Rodgers and a 2025 pick if he doesn't play beyond 23. As Charles Robinson and others have pointed out, the Packers do not want to attach uh, a pick going back based on if Aaron Rodgers plays or not. And furthermore, I read, uh, separate from this, I think, I don't think it was in this piece, but a different piece. Now, apparently, Brian Gutekunst does not want any conditional picks in this deal at all. He wants them just straight up picks, no conditions on anything. So if you're giving me a three, it's a three, regardless of what we do, whether regardless of what you do, regardless of what Rogers does, doesn't matter. I just want picks. Yeah. Um, and I talked about before a first and a second. I want the Devonte Adams deal. That's what I want. Gutenkun says, ah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a first, but he's a premier player. So I want some, you know, premier picks coming back the other way. Would you rather have Ryan Horvath? This deal, as it sits, that he's proposing, Charles Robinson, so it's mm-hmm. second this year, second next year, for Rodgers, and then whatever it ends up being in 2025, uh, conditional pick, whatever that is. Or would you rather have 13 in the first? 13 in the first. I want and, first and not have the two second-round picks. And not have... See? Right. I think it's tough. Because I'm with you. I think I'd rather have 13 in the first two but second round picks are still damn good football players. Like, I don't care what year you're talking about. Normally, you're still getting good football players in the second round. If you hit on the picks, I mean, if you're drafting right. running backs and, you know, tight ends out of Cincinnati, then but I it's don't not know. the third round for Goody, though. I don't know how much value is there. Yeah. I mean, um, I just, I can't believe that Aaron Rodgers doesn't get you a first round pick. Agreed. Like, I know the season that he's coming off of, and I, but this is a guy that's won two out of the last three MVPs. I get he's 39 years old, man, but 
just really does seem like a ripoff. When you look at last year, these wide receivers that got moved, like you just said, Devontae Adams. I'd, I'd at least want the Devontae package. You're telling me that Russell Wilson has more value than Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I guess because when the Broncos – He was getting ready to sign a new deal. Yeah, I know, I know. And they thought that they were getting, you know, and he's a lot younger. They thought they were getting some good years left there with the Jets. They think they're probably only getting one year left of Rodgers. I do agree with what Goot's saying, though. Like, if I'm getting a second-round pick, I don't care what they do. I don't care what we do. I want that to be a second-round pick because, I mean, the reason you're moving on from Aaron Rodgers is because right now he's an enigma, right? You don't know what you're going to get from him. You don't know how many more years he's going to play. You don't know if he's going to show up, what he's going to look like when he does show up. So I just I want to know what I have if I am making this deal. I guess you kind of just have to suck it up, unfortunately, take your second-round picks, and nah. move on here as bad as that sucks because you want to move on. Because, man, I mean, I know we're only in March here, but – Jordan Love's becoming a starter for the first time here. And, I, I mean, I know he knows he's the starter, but it's just time to move on and get this thing moving on, I think. I mean, it's the draft. you got to figure out what you're doing in free agency, if you're going to be able to bring any veterans in here. So I guess you just move on. But I just can't believe that they're not getting at least the same package that the Broncos got for – or, yeah, that Seattle got for Russell Wilson because it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Tom Pelissero was on – from the NFL Network was on Jim Rome right before we started recording on uh, 1250 AM in the fan. And Pelissero was saying – the first deadline is the draft week, right? So April 27th, I believe, is the Thursday, the, the day one of the draft is. Yeah. He says, if they don't get it done then, then we go to crazy town. Because then the Packers don't need to get this done until the day before the season opens, before that big extension, before the big bonuses due or whatever that he's getting. Then it can get real crazy. Because then they can be like, okay, cool. Not going to have them for training camp. Not going to have them for this. So good luck to you. And now I have to wait for picks till 2024 and 2025. And if he plays well for you, that pick is not going to be good as what I would have just had. And because y'all wanted to screw around and not give us what we wanted, now right. we're even in a worse case scenario than we were before. That's what I'm so saying. that's interesting uh, as far as how this all gets crazy if this doesn't get done by the draft. I'll tell you something that's very, very positive, Packer fans. Ryan Horvath. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What I thought was going to happen is starting to happen. And that is the owner of the New York Jets, Woody Johnson, his fan Woody Johnson right now. Did you see what he said? Hey, I'm getting anxious. Like, uh, this is about winning and winning now. We need to get this done, and we need just to move forward and so forth. This is what the Packers need. 
If the Packers are going to get the deal they want, they need Woody Johnson to walk into the office of Joe Douglas and go, I don't care. I don't, I don't care, Joe. I don't care what they want. Just give them whatever the hell they want and let's move on. I'm sick of reading about this. I want to be able to tell all my buddies, hey, go buy your Aaron Rodgers, Jet, Rodgers Jets jerseys. I want yeah. to sell them at the, you know, during the draft, all that. If they want a one and a two, give them a one and a two. If they want a two and a two, give them a two and a two. I don't care. Get the damn deal done. What are we hassling over? I don't. And then I would say this, Joe, tell you right now, if this doesn't work and he stinks and we get these up, I'll take the heat with the media. You won't have to. I'll take the heat. I'll tell everybody, hey, that wasn't Joe's deal. I overstepped Joe as owner because I can because I'm the owner. I cut that deal. Joe was hesitant about it. I'll take the fall for it if this goes sideways. I'm telling you, Woody Johnson is going to be the Packers' best friend before this is all said and done because he's starting to get anxious now that this deal isn't done yet. And I don't. I feel like that's not career suicide if you go all in for Aaron Rodgers because it's worked before. I mean, yeah, I'm sure Russell Wilson didn't work year one, but maybe he works this year with Sean Payton. Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay. He won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning went to Denver. Granted, there's a difference. What's that? Brady didn't have a successor behind him. Manning didn't have a successor behind him. Well, he did. In the Jets' mind, Zach Wilson, the successor, is there. See, this is two prongs. One is Rodgers has the best chance of getting a Super Bowl. And two, the quarterback that Ryan Horvath loves the most in the NFL, Zach Zach Wilson, he is there. Uh, behind Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, they hate him. Like but his teammates openly hate him. Rodgers is going to be his his teacher, right? Yeah. He's going to be the Yoda to him. If this goes haywire and it doesn't work for one year, but then he comes back, Zach comes back and plays well the next year, it still is a good deal for the Jets because it got the young guy figured out and straightened out, and now he's on his path to success, even if the Rodgers year, they go you know eight and nine or nine and eight. Okay, but exactly. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, give up what you have to give up because it's Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah. And you're going all in for a Super Bowl. I want that first-round pick. How, how are they not getting 13? It baffles me. I don't know. F you, Woody Johnson, then. Then then you know what, Aaron? You could retire. That's what I would say. Aaron, you're the not cap hit is huge. This is where they get screwed. All the if he says, I retire, you get that cap hit, right? So you deal with whatever the cap number is, which is more than what the cap number is currently what he's at at 31 million or whatever the issue becomes if he decides right before the start of the season guys change my mind i'm gonna play i'm unretiring here i come i'm coming back and playing then that number goes through the roof and your whole roster is all screwed up financially and it's chaos and people are getting cut and whatever else has to happen in order to make that happen that's the one angle that the jets have if yeah. that's the one play rogers has he could just retire and then be like, I'm going to unretire at just the right point to screw these guys all up, walk into training camp or whatever the case may be, uh, and see what happens. He could definitely pull a Brett and make this a living hell for the Green Bay Packers if he wants. And if you're Goody, that has to be in the back of your mind, Ryan. Is that like Aaron's up, you know, <laughs> above doing something like that? I think Aaron would totally do something like that to get his way, to get yeah. himself to New York. Maybe. I don't know. I think what ends up happening is they just take the deal. I think that they get the deal that Charles Robinson was talking about, and I think they just cut their losses and they just move on. They just want this nightmare to be over, and I'll be so excited for this nightmare to be over and everybody just to go their separate ways. This has been dragging and dragging. When do you buy the Jordan Love jersey? Never. 
You said you were going to buy a Jordan Love jersey last Packers season. You said the Packers are my team. I'm going to root for Jordan Love. I don't hate Jordan Love. And now you say you're never going to buy a Jordan Love jersey? I don't know if I'm going to ever buy a jersey ever again. Rodgers was my last favorite player of all time. I actually, if Embiid wins the MVP, I have to buy an Embiid jersey, unfortunately. I hate Embiid. But, I mean, like, I'll be rooting for Jordan Love. I don't know, man. The head coach doesn't sound sold on Jordan Love. I get he was trying to weather the expectations a little bit, but he didn't exactly give him a ringing endorsement to make me want to go drop $175. Especially, man, Sparky, if the Packers suck, and Jordan Love doesn't look like the answer. Why not? I mean, how bad How bad do you think it could get? Because Caleb Williams is going to be there. They won't be that bad. No Drake way. May is going to be there. No. We're, I think the floor of this deal is Sam six or seven wins. going to be there. I'm kidding. But the yeah. floor is six or seven wins, I think. The See, I don't want to be, be 10 or 11. I don't, that's football hell. That's like being a Bulls fan right now. The Bulls. But that's what Rodgers was his first year with six wins. I think that the floor is somewhere like where it was for Rodgers his first year. That's what I think it is. But I think the ceiling is probably 10 or 11 wins. And part of that goes to Joe Barry, the defense, like you and I talked about in the last podcast, not necessarily as much him. All right, yeah. speaking of Jordan Love, let's move on to topic two. Yeah. Uh, which way do you want the Packers to go for a backup for Jordan Love? Uh, and Matt Schneiman uh, wrote a piece in The Athletic. Very well done, as always. And he says the Packers have three options here. Sign a veteran free agent, draft someone to develop behind Love, or God forbid, he doesn't say God forbid, I'm saying God forbid, elevate Danny Etling, uh, who spent last season on the practice squad. Uh, He puts in here, Schneiman does, notable quarterbacks remain unsigned, Teddy Bridgewater, Carson Wentz, Mason Rudolph, Blaine Gabbert, Trevor Simeon, and Brian Hoyer. Not exactly the most inspiring crop to choose from. Uh, writes Matt Schneiman. So, not Carson Wentz. They bring up in the piece that when they had Rodgers, they drafted Brom and Matt Flynn. And mm. they were both in that quarterback room with Rodgers. They had two young guys. So, it wouldn't be unthinkable to think they draft another quarterback this year. You and I have talked about that. Mm-hmm. If you're Goody and LaFleur, what do you want to do? I want Jake Hayner to back up Jordan Love. <laughs> Yeah, like, honestly, though, I would just go – I'm fine with that. Um, I haven't seen him go in the first three rounds of any mock I've seen so far. I don't That's know. why I'm saying Jake Hayner, because I actually think that he could play in the league. I I know he's small, but you go back and you watch those throws that he made at Fresno State, he's really good. So I'd be fine going that route, or maybe Hendon Hooker. Your guy Hendon Hooker is getting a lot of love. He's going to go in the first round. He'll never make it to the pass. All right, but let's say, like, let's, I'm just saying he doesn't, right? And he's there in the third or the fourth round. I wouldn't hate that idea. Thank you. I also wouldn't hate a Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, the thing about Jordan Love, though, is like he doesn't need a mentor. He's already had that. I mean, I guess now that he's a starting quarterback, if there's a rough game, he's got that veteran to talk to on the sideline, that'll still be good. But I mean, he could also FaceTime Aaron, and I'm sure that they'll probably talk more than ever now. I, I just I think you're fine either way. I just don't want somebody to come in. Like I wouldn't want like a Cam Newton that still thinks he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league. And I wouldn't want Carson Wentz because oh, his well. teammates don't seem to like him very much. Anywhere and he, he is. And he still thinks he could play in this league. He thinks he's a starter. So I'd want a backup that's ready to accept a backup role. Teddy Bridgewater at this stage of his career knows his role. If Jordan Love does get hurt, and this team is a 10-11 win team, he could win you games. We know that. The only problem is the last couple of years, he's been one of the higher-paid backups, so I don't know if they're going to want to do all that. 
but I'd be fine with a veteran or I'd be fine with a project like a Jake Hayner or your guy Hendon Hooker. Um, so that's the way that I would go. But no, no Danny Etling, for the love of God. Right. And, no, and no Carson Wentz. Man. Okay, no, I'll tell you. No Kurt Bankhart, who's playing in the XFL yes. right now. None of those. A guy that could actually, if needs to step in, because we've done that before. No more Hunleys, no more Tolzines. Right. Guys that could complete forward passes, please. I, I want three quarterbacks kept on the roster. Me too. I, I don't want two and a practice squad guy. I'm not for that. So I want a quarterback drafted. You know, fourth round, fifth round, whatever the case may be, get a quarterback. That's my third quarterback. And my backup quarterback is Matt Ryan. Plain and simple. I'm rolling with Matt Ryan. No. And I'm rolling with, and he didn't even mention Matt Ryan in the article. And I'm telling you why. Because he, I think at this point, knows he's not one of the best 32 quarterbacks. But LaFleur was his coach in Atlanta when they went to the Super Bowl. So there's the relationship built already. He understands the principles of the offense. He's been to the Super Bowl, even though they choked it away to the Patriots. Um, but he's been to the mountaintop. He's been through, you know, the year one of this offense, the progression of the year two of this offense as things get easier and so forth. He is like having another coach in that quarterback room versus bringing in some of these other guys that don't know the offense, that don't know what LaFleur really wants, what they're trying to get done. So for me, get your guy out of Fresno State. Let him be the third quarterback. Let Matt Ryan be in another assistant coach. Hopefully never has to play. And he can essentially teach two young guys the offense that LaFleur is trying to teach. Get everybody on the same page going forward. There is your vet. Nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, or who are the other guys you brought up? Uh, Brian Hoyer is 100 years old, but plays well when he comes into games, obviously. Mason Rudolph, no interest. Blaine no. Gabbert, no interest. Trevor no. Simeon, no interest. No. So for me, it would be Bridgewater, Hoyer, uh, or Matt Ryan, I guess. Uh, but I-, I would still leave Matt Ryan only because of the relationship and everybody knowing everybody involved. What are you guys – what is everybody doing? What are they doing to my football team? We went from talking like three 13-win seasons, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, to this team should pick up Matt Ryan or Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it this year. It's just a backup. It's just a backup. I don't think I'm going to be able to continue on like this. I really don't. This – I just think I keep thinking Ryan, you're a Cubs fan. How is this hard to accept? You watched your World Series team that choked away having only one World Series out of that entire run with that young core, blew it up and still suck. You've been able to get through all of that. Listen, all we're talking about here for the Packers is is a possible 500 season before they climb back up and start winning, winning big time games again. You just said it as a Cubs fan. There's no such thing as only one World Series. I thought I was going to die three times before I was going to see one so you i thought they'd win okay. multiple. That, that, was fit. Too, that, was, that did not work out that hurt too but you know what that was the right decision i could i sometimes forget chris bryant i love him i forget that he's even in the league he did nothing in colorado i love rizzo i, I would have wanted him back but that's that's the same way i feel here but uh is matt ryan like wouldn't he rather retire than live in green bay wisconsin and back up jordan love I don't know. It all depends how much he, he still loves the game and wants to be a part of it. All right, if he wants to be a part of this nonsense, he could come be a part of this nonsense. Like a lot of guys don't want to leave the locker room, don't want to leave the camaraderie, don't want to leave being around the guys. I mean, you worked with Leroy and Gary and these guys. That's what they always talk about is missing that locker room experience and, and being a part of that. That's that's the big thing for these guys. I thought that, honestly, I thought a good move would have been you brought up the Shanahan LaFleur, Matt Ryan connection from the MVP season where they went to the Super Bowl. I thought that would have been a good idea actually for San Francisco this year. 
Instead, they went with Sam Darnold to bring in Matt Ryan, who knows the Shanahan right. offense, who made like that. They didn't know what to like Matt Ryan. I actually liked the Colts going into last season. That was a disaster because that offense that they ran the beginning of the year, he actually was better. Offensive line was horrible. Yeah, I mean, they were running like a no huddle, like RPO offense with 55 year old Matt Ryan. It didn't make any sense. I'd be fine with that if he would agree to it, but I I don't know. I thought that he should go to San Francisco and and run that offense. But where is Trey Lance getting traded to? That's the other thing I want to know. Since they've already named a starter in Brock Purdy, which is insane. We haven't even gotten to training camp or an OTA. They're already saying, oh, yeah, Purdy's our starter. He's our guy. Really? Y'all are out on Trey Lance this quick. See, that's the other thing, too, right? So if you're the Packers, you trade for Trey Lance. Do you bring Trey Lance in here and go, okay, here we go. Here's here's the backup. We'll give you a third round pick for Trey Lance. And you're going to be the backup to Jordan Love and let them battle it out in training camp. No, but you know who I would take? Do you think Davis Mills is for sale? I like Davis Mills. I don't know that he's. I would think so. Right? Like, I mean, they're going to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. I would love somebody like that. He could play in this league. He could win games. It's been in a crappy situation for a couple of years. I'm talking backup. Like now that, yes. Davis, now that Davis Mills is the answer. Right. I would take somebody like that. Relatively young. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. All right. Mock draft Wednesday. Here we go. All set. It's that time. Wait, Brian wait. Horvat. We use a pro football focus uh, mock draft simulator. And speaking of mock drafts, do you play fantasy baseball? I do. Oh, my God, dude. I've done. I got our fantasy baseball draft tonight at 730. Uh, on Wednesday night when we record this. I I was up till one in the morning. I think I did four mock drafts back to back to back, did another mock draft today, and I finally figured out what I'm going to do in the draft tonight going in. And it's a small league. It's only 10 guys. Um, Rosters are a little bit bigger, but, man, I can't wait. So you do it too. How many leagues are you in? Just one. So funny story really quickly about it. Been in the same league since I was 14 years old. That's awesome. All my high school buddies, this is actually the last year. Wow. My buddy that's the commissioner just doesn't want to do it anymore. A lot of people are playing daily fantasy now, and a lot of people have lost interest because it is such a long season. They're having a kids. Lot of work. We do football. I actually want to continue to do it, but um, it won't be the same. So then they did the draft, man, last Friday night, and they do it live. So everybody gets together and has beers and wings and they Except you. Board. And yeah, and I'm out here in DC. So I was like trying to like Skype in while hosting the show. I made my first pick and I was like, I can't do this and host the show. I I I, I couldn't count. So you walked off the show and did the fantasy draft? No, no, I wish. <laughs> I texted my buddy that was there and I was like, Can you just do it for me? So I don't love my team this year as much because I didn't draft them. Like I wouldn't have drafted. I don't know what the hell, man. Like half of my pitchers are already on the IL. <laughs> yep. A lot of guys are hurt. And that's yeah. that's the thing too, right? So guys that are not back yeah. to the end of April or middle of May or end of May, yeah. how early do those guys get drafted? Because the season is so damn long Yeah. that, okay, they miss a month and a half, but by the end of the year, they could be huge for you. Exactly. So just one league for me to answer your question. Oh, I can't wait for my draft tonight. All right. So let's see. Mock draft. Let's see. What are you going to do here? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start with a trade here, and Brian Gutekinds might not be able to, um, you know, get a first-round pick out of the deal, but Ryan Horvath can. I call the Jets, and I tell them what the F is up. I, talk, I get straight with them if I have to. So I'm getting pick 13 from them. I'm also getting uh, pick their second-round pick in 2024, and I've changed my mind. You know what else I'm taking? What? We got our veteran wide receiver, baby. 
Corey Davis is coming yeah. to Green Bay. Just, I just I don't understand that at all. It's Aaron I, I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers. We're not giving him Boone's Farm. There isn't a discount here. It's Corey Aaron Davis is going to get cut. I can just pick him up after he gets cut. I'm going to trade for the dude. Like all I, right, whatever. Well, we're taking him anyway. That's we're fine. Taking, go ahead. We're going in. We're going in their office. We're ripping stuff off yeah. the table. They got a problem with that. They want to bring up his age. We'll send them the highlight tape that I just put together of Aaron Rodgers. So we get pick 13. We get the second round pick in 2024. We'll take Corey Davis. Why not? They get Aaron Rodgers. Boom. We start the draft. All right. Holy cow, though. Will Levis went really early. I hate how it like flies. I want yes. to see. All right. So now we have two first round picks. Yeah. Right? 13 and 15. Well, what the hell? They skipped my third, my pick 13. They took me right to 15. Did you hit uh, offer trade after you did it? And did they say accept? It comes up green. They'll say accept with a check mark. They did. They did. Now, this is great. This is great radio. But hash. you could go right back. It's not radio. It's a podcast. So it's totally fine. It's totally acceptable in podcast. You can do whatever you want in these damn things. I completely I guess. agree. We're going back and we're doing this over again. I do miss doing my local radio shows, though. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I miss All right. It. So we're trading with the Jets. Correct? Yeah. Yes. They have pick 13. We're taking pick 13. We're taking their second round pick. I've changed my mind. I no longer actually want Corey Davis. We're but it doesn't that- matter for this. All we care about for this is the 13th pick. Exactly. All right. We're going to start the draft. Yeah, you see? So now it's been accepted, but yet they're drafting at 13. Even Pro Football Focus won't give us their 13th pick. All right. I'll do it over here on this side. Uh, the other thing uh, that we should uh, also talk about uh, is the fact that you can now get these on YouTube, which is an amazing thing uh, as well. Oh, you know what it is? I know what, what it is because they uh, – let me see here. Uh, you yeah, can get these, uh, yeah. Well, so you can no longer them. offer trades on here. Because they have you locked out, you have to be a subscriber now in order to do it. So you can only do straight trades. So like if I hold it up, if you look on the bottom, offer trade is locked on mine. Like I can't even offer a trade on mine. So it wow. only lets you do a mock draft and it's only two rounds now. They locked all the other rounds. I pay so, for pro football focus and I still can't get on here. Anyway. Oh, I don't. So maybe if you figure out. Maybe I need to renew my, my subscription. All right. Well, anyway, we're just going with the regular old mock. All right, go ahead. All right, pick 15, round one. We got Van Ness, Ed Rusher out of Iowa, and then he's sitting there staring me right in the face again. Joey Porter Jr., defensive back out of Penn State. Also there, Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah, who I love. Also there, Deontay Banks, but if I'm going DB, I'm going Joey Porter Jr. You know what? We're going to go with Van Ness. I want more pass rushers. I love Joey Porter Jr., but Gary's not going to be healthy to start the season, most likely. We're taking Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa with pick 15. And go defense again. We go defense again. We've got to fix up that defense, man. Um, really, what are the odds, since you're the bet MGM guy, what are the odds of the pack? Or do they have odds when you get closer to the draft as far as what position a team would they take? They do. You can like offense, defense, select position, defensive uh, back, quarterback, uh, receiver. So they don't have that up yet. But when they do, I would yeah. assume it's going to be wide receivers going to be the favorite. Yes, I would. I was. That's what I would say. I would. That's what I would bet would be wide receiver, just to spite Aaron Rodgers if for no other reason. Uh, okay, we'll take a wide receiver for our guy Jordan Love. All right. So now we go to the second round. Man, Jack Campbell's there, linebacker out of Iowa. 
Um, Garrett Williams is there, defensive back out of Syracuse. Sam Laporta, our guy, tight end out of Iowa, also there. But, again, staring at me right in the face. I know Aaron Jones is back. I know A.J. Dillon's there, but Jameer Gibbs. In the oh, second. my God. I saw a chart on him the other day. You probably didn't see it on the ability of a guy to make a guy miss in the backfield when the offensive line doesn't block well or whatever. It's like the worst guy in the draft as far as the ability to make a guy miss in the backfield if his blocker doesn't block in front of him. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. Could not believe how bad he was. But anyways, go ahead. A lot of people drafted him because he's a great route runner as well. So we draft Lucas Van Ness. Hey, you know what's crazy? So – they drafted for me, actually, though, with that 13th overall pick. They accepted the trade, and so they took Quentin Johnson. They took a wide receiver. They took Quentin Johnson. So we have Quentin Johnson and Lucas Van Ness. Nice. Ed Rusher out of Iowa, so that's 13-15. And then I take um, Jameer Gibbs, and then in the third round – they luck out and get Luke Musgrave, the tight end out of Oregon State. So we get an A-plus for our draft. I'd be the happiest person. I'd write uh, an apology letter if that's – Musgrave that will look. never get that far. No, no, no. But I like this mock. Oh, I'm fine with that if that's yep. what it ended up being. And, and Quinn Johnson, I mean, I've seen a lot of things where he does – he falls way past the Packers, like falls into the 20s uh, at this I, point. I think they like Hyatt. I think they like I too. And there is, and Jacob Morley and I, if you missed that podcast, go back and listen to the Curtin Long podcast uh, from uh, this last Friday. We got into Hyatt. And I just said, you know, everybody's talking about Hyatt and so forth. They take him at 15. That's a reach. I don't care what y'all think. That is a reach. Now, if they get Hyatt in the second round, cool. But as Morley points out, like Hyatt doesn't check all the boxes for the Packers as far as what their standards are for wide receivers. Like he is very light. Compared to as far as you know how much he weighs compared to what they normally would draft, but he would stretch the offense some more with Christian Watson. Ryan, I'd be cool with it. I think that's kind of what they need to be honest with you. I mean, he could be the slot receiver, the gadget type guy. Obviously, they like somebody there a lot though because Goot's back again at the Tennessee Pro Day. Maybe he likes Hennon Hooker. Maybe it's the tackle. That too. Maybe it's the tackle because that tackle is a road blocker for a, for a run game. I was watching some video on him the other day. I think really they like good. Hyatt, and I think that the way things are going right now, how spiteful both Rodgers and Gouda are, he's going to take a receiver. Yes, so. I agree. That's the other thing, too. Maybe they go at 15. Maybe they go Van Ness, like you said. But then maybe they take – if they end up with two second-round picks – they take that second and a fourth or whatever it is and trade back up into the first and then take Hyatt with that other first round pick at the end of one and then still have a second round pick to come back and get a Laporta or whoever at tight end. So that way you get an edge rusher, a wide receiver, and a tight end through two rounds. Home run. Like, that's what you want. Yeah, this is the first year I actually don't want a wide receiver in the first round. I mean, it'd be great to have a Jackson Smith and a Jigba or to have Jalen yes. Hyatt. But I like Watson. I like Dobbs. You heard the way that LaFleur talked about Dobbs. I think he's going to make a huge year two leap. We'll see what they have in a guy like Torre. I would rather have a tight end. I'd rather have one of these big tight ends. This is the deepest tight end class we've had in a while. I just feel like the Packers have proven – it's funny you hear me say this, that they could get good value in the second, third round with these wide receivers, and I'd rather have a veteran, man. I'd rather give Corey Davis a shot because the two young guys they have I like, and I just feel like if this team's going to rebuild on the fly, 
again, the same thing we've been talking about the last four episodes of the pod. It's going to come on the defensive side of the ball. If they're a top five, top 10 defense, man, this team could win a Super Bowl as crazy yes. as that sounds. The NFC is yeah. not good. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't even know Jalen Hurts could – there was a whole side of the field Jalen Hurts couldn't freaking throw the ball to his rookie year. Now he's the number one quarterback in the NFC unless you have Dak number one. Like, that's no. a good exercise to do if you're at home. No. Rank your top five quarterbacks in the NFC. It's disgusting right now. Jordan Love could easily – I mean, as crazy as it sounds, he could be a top five quarterback in the NFC – but I don't know that that defense could be top five in anything, AFC, NFC, USFL, XFL. So I want to continue to draft pass rushers. Pass rushers, more speed. When we're talking about Rasul Douglas or Eric Stokes playing safety, get more speed in that secondary, get more pass rushers. A former line, I forgot who it was on Twitter today, proposed that the line should trade Jared Goff and their first-round pick, one of their first-round picks this year, for Lamar Jackson. Yes, I agree. Detroit would be really, really interesting if they got Lamar Jackson, boy. And they were able to keep uh, hold on to the other first round pick to make another pick to add to what they got. That would, would be trade, pretty- yeah. I would trade two first round picks for Lamar Jackson and uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We will find out. Uh, he is Ryan Horvath about MGM tonight. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. Check out all the interviews at 1250 AM. The fan just did one with Rich Schlesinger, uh, president of business operations for the Brewers. We got into their lease agreement with American Family Field, where that stands. We got into the bankruptcy stuff going on with Bally Sports, Wisconsin, and all the cool new promotions they have going on, including the new restaurant and American Family Field uh, as well. That's opening up uh, coming up this week. Ryan, uh, you're, are you, what are you doing baseball-wise? Aren't you doing something baseball-wise? Oh, yeah, the BetQL chat. I'll be hosting it for opening day on opening day. I'll be there from 1 to 4, best bets, sides, totals. 1 to 4 Central or Eastern? Props. Eastern time. So noon to 3 Central then. Okay. So noon to 3, if you're in the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, obviously you're probably listening to a Packers podcast. That's where you're at. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got to get better with that Eastern time zone. Every time you text me a time, I have that time in my head. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just sitting around for an hour. Yeah, so Eastern time. Okay. That's, that's when I'll be in there. So tweet My it out. I'll retweet it and station retweet it and all that stuff. Those are always a lot of fun. I'll yeah. just go in just to watch, to just to get all that baseball knowledge yeah. left flowing out of you. It'll be fun. Uh, follow him again on Twitter, at Ryan Horvath. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy opening day, Brewers fans. Uh, should be a fun season, or at least we hope.